does have it all. All of our pre-owned vehicles are Hubler Q certified, which include a 128-point vehicle inspection, a free Carfax vehicle history report, and two warranties. A two-year, 100,000-mile powertrain warranty and a 30-day, 1,000-mile comprehensive warranty. Visit any of our 13 locations today or click drivehubler.com. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. It's brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Coming up, top of the hour scoreboard update. Catch you up on what's happening in the world of basketball in our state. The man himself, the star of the show, it's Eddie Garrison. Thank you, Coach. It's a pleasure to be with you, Elijah, and James Adams here this evening at downtown Indianapolis. Big Ten Championship game going on. Purdue threatened to score. They get down within the 10-yard line at the 8. Third and goal. Aiden O'Connell gets sacked. And then an unsportsmanlike conduct penalty uh, makes it now fourth and goal from the Michigan 26. And they have to kick a field goal. So it's now 28-16, 3.53 to go in quarter number three. O'Connell threw his first interception between our last scoreboard update. Uh, and the game, he's now 24-30, 252 yards passing. Charlie Jones, nine receptions, 110 yards receiving. J.J. McCarthy, quarterback for the Wolverines, 9 of 13, 134 yards and a pair of touchdowns. Tomorrow, and the Indianapolis Colts are on primetime television. That is Sunday Night Football. They have lost four of their last five games, and they have lost two in a row. They've lost to the Eagles and the Steelers by a combined eight points at Lucas Oil Stadium and now they go to Dallas to take on the Cowboys who are 8 and 3 and they are 10 and a half point favorites they will be without their left uh, their right tackle and Braden Smith and they will be without Kenny Moore which are two big losses for the Indianapolis Colts because of that pass rush first of all on the offensive line with the loss of Braden Smith here's Jeff Saturday regarding the Dallas pass rush heading into tomorrow's game Listen, both lines were, were, were extremely good. I would say Dallas, from a pass rush perspective, brings um, you know more challenges because it's it, you know you, like the last week I think I told you it was th- it was four or five of the guys. Now it's you know ten of thirteen. I mean, these guys are getting sacks at an alarming rate. Uh, they get ahead and it is a track meet. You're in trouble. And and I, you know I think everybody understands what that looks like. I don't care who you are, how good you are, offensive line wise. Um, this this is. A, a very good group. At Dallas defense ranks first in the NFL in pressure percentage on quarterbacks at 30%. Micah Parsons leads the team in sacks with a dozen, and Jonathan Taylor says they have to account for number 11 along with the other Dallas game breakers. We got to count for 11. Uh, that's first and foremost. Like He's a dynamic playmaker. He's one of those guys you just need to know where he's out on the field at all times. But on top of that, like you mentioned, they have other playmakers and other game records as well. So it's really going to be just a, a full radar of everyone needs to be locked in their assignment. It, it can't be one false slip. There can't be one crack inside of, inside of the ball at all. 
The other two defensive ends for the Dallas Cowboys, Dorrance Armstrong has eight sacks and Demarcus Lawrence has six. Their leading receiver, C.D. Lamb, 857 yards receiving on the season. He operates primarily out of the slot. He also leads the Cowboys with five receiving touchdowns. Dak Prescott will be the quarterback for the Cowboys, and they have yet to rule anybody out ahead of tomorrow night's matchup. 820 kick. You can watch it on NBC and the pregame coverage on the Colts radio network will start at 7:20. Some high school basketball scores men or boys basketball North Davies Evansville Christian they go into double overtime and the margin of victory is still 1 point. North Davies with the win tonight over Evansville Central 67-66. North Putnam and Edgewood also go into overtime, and North Putnam picks up a win on a three-pointer. 57-54 was the final score. Northridge and Valparaiso, another close game in the 50s, 53-51, and Northridge defeats Valparaiso. Norrell hangs up 76 in their win over Oak Hill. Penn and Crown Point play today, and Crown Point falls to Penn, 70-49, and Peru defeats Knox, 62-54. For Network Indiana Sports, I'm Eddie Garrison. Welcome back. Glad you could join us. This is Indiana Sports Talk brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Eddie Garrison doing the heavy lifting tonight. Eddie, how are you tonight? Doing well, Coach. How are you? So give me the uh, rundown on Purdue. They're they're just just they're just they're close, but they they've battled and they've just you know, the problem is you keep battling and battling and you don't have enough, you know? Yeah, there's fifty two seconds left here in the third quarter and JJ McCarthy just threw an interception after the field goal. So now Purdue has the ball back. They're down twelve. Uh this has right. to be a pivotal point right here in the game because you're about to enter the fourth quarter. If you can come away with a touchdown, you get that two point conversion. Next thing you know, you're right back in it at a one possession game. Yeah. Wow. You know what? Most people talking about this wouldn't be that close a game. The odds makers didn't see it see it that way either. <laughs> no. And uh and and you know the, the and I understand the moral victory concept and I, I I fully understand it, but you look at what Jeff Brom's done as a coach and what his teams have done against higher ranked teams. Uh, you you got a chance. You're playing for a championship. You, yeah. you, 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 you know what I mean. You got a chance, and I'm not at all surprised that it's that it's played out this way. To be honest, I'm not either. When you look at how Purdue fared over the season, those teams that like to run the ball first, they've been able, been able to hold their own. But Michigan has been able to run the ball here so far in the second half. But uh, when you're facing a Michigan team and they ha- just pretty much have to win to lock up that second spot in the college football playoff, Purdue. Playing for nothing other than a championship game, and Aiden O'Connell is four and one as a starter against ranked teams in the top right. five. Uh, he's been exceptional again tonight. Twenty five of thirty two, he has one interception. But other than that, this Purdue offense has been able to get some yards. They just have not been able to convert when they get down in that red zone area into touchdowns because they've kicked three field goals. So that's what mm-hmm. nine of twenty one. So you've left twelve points right. on the board. Could be a tie game here at twenty eight twenty eight. Yeah, and you know what? Everybody knows it. You know, it literally goes without saying. You cannot leave points. You just you can't, especially when you're you're playing a team that's better than you are. 
Uh, yes. So there's that. All right, David Deaton with me from WKLO. David Deaton, I apologize for you being on hold this long. You should know by now that I'm not to be trusted. Uh, what game do you have tonight? Uh, we kind of do it a little bit of, uh, well, I guess you could say broadcast moonlighting on the side with Orleans this season on our sister station, WSEZ right. and Paoli. Oh, man, you had, and, you, you had one of the best games in the state tonight, did you not? Yeah, we had a good one tonight at the Doghouse in Orleans. We had two Class A contenders there, Bar Reeve, uh, one and one coming in, number three in Class A in this week's poll, and then Orleans receiving votes in the poll this week. The Bulldogs just played at Springs Valley last night and won 61 to 48, so we got to see them against the Bar Reeve Vikings tonight, and the Bulldogs able to pull away to win 54 to 46 to get their first win over Bar Reeve for the first time since December 26th of 2014. Ended a nine-game no losing way. streak to the Vikings. And a six-game six losing streak at the Doghouse as well. Bar Reeve hadn't lost to Orleans in Orleans since 2010 right. before right. tonight. That is an impressive win for Tom Bradley and his guys. How, how impressive is that? Oh, it, it was impressive. What a great atmosphere, too. Great crowd. A lot of people from Bar Reeve making the drive down to Orleans tonight. And the Orleans right. crowd was fantastic as well. Had a great uh, band playing tonight there, the Orleans student section next to them. It was just a great atmosphere. Kind of felt like a sectional-type atmosphere tonight at Orleans, and the Bulldogs just came out firing. Five of their first six shots they made, Coach, were three-point baskets in the first quarter of play. They just came out knocking down (laughs) shots left and right. They were 9 out of 13 from behind the three-point line in the first half alone. At 69%, they finished 12 of 18 shooting from behind the three-point line tonight. And it was some unlikely suspects like Blake Love, who was a 6'4 senior forward. He only had eight points in the first two games. He bursts out with 18 points tonight. And he made five trays for the or four trays rather for the Bulldogs tonight. And then Rylan Crocker, a five eleven sophomore off the bench, who had fourteen points in the first two games combined, makes five out of seven from three point range. He had nineteen tonight to lead the Bulldogs in scoring off the bench. So those guys got it going. They had an eighteen point lead Orleans did in the third quarter, but as with any Bar Reeve team, you never count them out. They came back, they whittled the lead all the way down to four in the fourth quarter, but Orleans got a big basket that allowed them to keep their distance from the Vikings, made just enough free throws down the stretch. And for a Bar Reef team that's as young as they are under Josh Thompson, this team is getting better fast. Uh, Braden Nepp led the Vikings with 18 points, eight in the fourth quarter. So this is a good mm-hmm. matchup tonight and a good win for this Bulldog team against a team that they could see again later on in the sectional and as they're both part of sectional 63 in Class A. You do, in fact, have the best job out there. Can you hang on for a, a second or two? Yeah, sure, I can do that. All right, great. We'll come back, talk more basketball with David Deaton from WKLO. He has the uh, the orleans Reeve game. Orleans wins this one tonight. We're back after the scoreboard update on Indiana Sports Talk. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. 
With this Indiana Sports Talk scoreboard update, I'm Eddie Garrison. The Purdue Boilermakers are in the red zone. They are down 12 to the Michigan Wolverines. 28-16 is the score. So far, Purdue has converted one of their three chances in the red zone. Two field goals and a touchdown. Devin Mockaby had a one-yard rushing touchdown in the first quarter. Other than that, it has been three field goals. The yardage, 33-45 and 43 yards. Now third down inside the red zone for the Boilermakers. Charlie Jones, 10 receptions, 117 yards. He has been sensational once again for Aiden O'Connell, who has surpassed the 300-yard plateau through the air, 28 of 37 for AOC. 13.40 to go in the fourth quarter. Some other college basketball scores today. An upset from Piscataway from the rack. The Rutgers Scarlet Knights 63. The Indiana Hoosiers 48. IU led this game 37-35 and then Rutgers went on a 17-0 run. IU would be down by 15 points, and they would just never really recover. Rutgers, 63, IU, 48. Inside the numbers, Miller Cop, 21 points, 5 of 9 from the three-point line. The rest of the team, 1 of 16 for IU. Trace Jackson Davis, the only other player in double figures with 13 points. For Network Indiana Sports, I'm Eddie Garrison. Welcome back. David Eatonry joins us on Indiana Sports Talk, brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. He's from WKLO. He has the call of a great game. Uh, Western Indiana, the matchup, always, always good. Orleans wins this one, 56-49. All right, uh, David Deaton, normally you're with North Harrison and that part of the state, but you get a chance to go out, as you mentioned, moonlighting. Great game. So uh, both teams uh, lock you up defensively. This had to feel like a sectional semifinal or sectional championship game tonight, did it not? Yeah, it was definitely that kind of atmosphere tonight. And it didn't feel like it as much in the first half with Orleans knocking down shots as well as they did, of course. I mean, they were 12 of 19 from the field overall in the first half. And Bar Reeve was trying to find their footing offensively. They were only 8 of 21 shooting in the first half. But when the Vikings made the adjustments at halftime, they were down 33 to 20 at halftime. And they've got a younger team this year. There's only one senior on this Viking team under Josh Thompson and he comes off the bench, and Carson Boyd. So uh, their starting five are a lot of young guys, some guys that are getting their first real varsity experience this year because they've been playing behind so many great players over the past few years, including that state championship team a couple of years ago. But once this bar right. team found their footing on the defensive end, Orleans kind of slowed things down and kind of started to lose their rhythm a little bit because Bar Reeves started coming after them some defensively. Mm-hmm. And the Vikings were able to work their way back into it because of their defensive effort. That was really what got them back in it was because they started really buckling down more on the defensive end. They were able to get the lead down to four. And, I mean, it was just a, a great game. And Orleans was able to keep it away from them largely at the end, forcing Bar Reeves to foul them and eventually put Orleans on the line. They are able to knock down enough free throws down the stretch and it's just a really good win for this Orleans team early in the season to start 3-0 and for uh, Tom Bradley and his team with a, a lot of guys who have been through a lot through their freshman and sophomore years and last right, year they right. had a good team went 17-8 and and this year they have high expectations and 
this team, he he told me before the game, he said, you know, this is a, a team that we, we expect to get better and better as the season goes along. These guys know what the expectations are, and we expect them to carry that out. And they were able to do that tonight in this game against this very good Bar Reef team. Yeah, he felt like he had a really solid group last year. I mean, that team won a lot of games, and, and uh, he felt like he could make a deep run, and um, uh, he can coach them up now. He, he is really, really good at it, and that's that's why this is such a, a tremendous matchup. All right, David Deaton, what game do you have next week? What's happening? All right, so uh, next Friday uh, we will actually be back with the Bulldogs. We're heading to Northeast Dubois with them next Friday on our sister station, uh, 98.7 WSCZ. And then next Saturday we've got the Corridon Central Panthers. We'll be back on WKLO next Saturday with them. Evansville Memorial is coming to Corridon next Saturday. So I think we're going to have two good matchups. Got a good rivalry matchup between Orleans and Northeast Dubois Friday. And then Saturday got a, a Corridon Central team that's a very confident bunch after beating their county and conference rival North Harrison last night. And mm-hmm. they'll get a very good Evansville Memorial team next Saturday and uh, a team that can shoot the ball as well as anybody down in that part of the state. And so it should be a good weekend for us next weekend. David Deaton, thanks so much for your time. Have a great weekend. Thanks. You as well, Coach. Brent Dalrymple joins me, the head coach at North Davies, the defending 1A champs. Great game tonight. Double overtime win by North Davies over Evansville Christian. 67-66 the final. Coach, thanks so much for taking time to call me, and congratulations on the win. Uh, yes, sir. Glad to glad to talk to you. Uh, new season, new year. and um, Right. You know, we're, we're uh, you know, just getting after it here at the beginning of the of the year and uh wanted to call in and talk to you a little bit about our game. It was uh as you can see by the score, uh it was just, it was a heck <laughs> right? of a game. It it, it was the thing that a... the score that the score indicates. Let's just put it that way. Yeah, but I'm sure you've gone through this with you guys and and everybody involved. When when you are the state champions, and even though you know you, you're changing classification, you're still the you're still a champion, and and everybody's going to come at you with everything they have, and you yeah. know that. I mean, you can say it and know it, but still, until <laughs> when the pace of the game picks up. You know, people like Evans, listen, Christian's a good team. And you yeah. knew they were going to come at you hard tonight. Well, they uh, we went in overtime with them last year as well and uh, won in overtime last year. They basically have everyone back on their team. Uh, you know, obviously we have a whole bunch back on our team. But uh, Josiah Dunham, uh, he had 31 points tonight and probably had 17 or 18 in the, in the fourth quarter overtime just – uh, unbelievable player for them, and uh, they got a lot of pieces to go with it. I would, I would put Evansville Christian as a top five team in one A this year right now. That's high praise coming from a guy like you. So, yeah. so how do you win this game? Tell, tell me how you do this. Well, uh, we were up. We were actually up uh, ten or twelve midway through the third quarter. And uh, we uncharacteristically had three straight turnovers, tried to do a little too much, and uh, we paid for it on all three, and they cut that lead from 12 to five or six, and uh, it was literally back and forth uh, the whole way. They took a lead up two with about 20 seconds left in, in uh, regulation, and uh, Jalen Mullen 
who I'm sure you remember from the state finals last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He took it to the rim and tied us to put us in OT. And um, he had 28 tonight. Dunham had 31. Um, you know, we're, we're committed to being a different team than we were last year. Uh, we know we got to get up and down the floor and we got to score some points because you're not always going to be able to guard some of these guys. And right. Dunham, was, right. Dunham was for sure that guy tonight. And we know some of these uh, 3A teams in, in the, you know, in the state tournament. Uh, we're getting ready to play one next week at Beach Grove. Um, we know there's going to be kids that are just so hard to stop that we got to score more points. And, um, you know, that's what we're trying to do. And, um, boy, it's a lot of fun. Probably a, probably a top five game in my career uh, tonight. Really? Well, yeah. you know what? Uh, you know, I mean, we've I've talked about the che- the, am- yeah. the amount of times we have scored over sixty-seven points in a game. I mean, it's not you know. I mean, <laughs> it, 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 we've always wanted to. I've always wanted to play this way, but you, you got to have the horses to do it. Uh, right, we right. Feel like to do, so. Well, you and I have talked about this at length before, and um, and I, I and I applaud the move. Um, I, I think it's. Uh, a courageous one, but I also think that, you know, it, it's one that's well thought out and well justified. And, and I was a coach who liked to see that my teams were accused by many people of never guarding anybody. I don't think that was accurate. You don't win the number of games we won by not defending, but right. I always wanted, I was always, my whole philosophy was I want to take advantage wherever I can. So if I can get a one on O, two on one, three on two, all that I'm, I'm going to take it, and I have no problem. Uh, it was different because I, I recruited guys who could shoot the ball, and right. I, I had no problem turning them loose and look for early offense as much as we could. And you know that's that's a hard thing for some people to understand. So, yeah. But it, it it takes a while. For, it takes a while for you as a coach uh, to accept some things you normally wouldn't <laughs> up to this point. You got that right. We've we've given you know we're we're trying to, to trap and press and do that a little bit. Not all the time, but but way more right. than we ever have. And uh, some of the shots we've given up uncontested. <laughs> or, it, it's like yeah. oh my goodness. Uh, I, but I've you know you're right. I've got to learn to handle it and and you got to swallow it. You got to swallow it because you know you can go on the other end and and put some points on the board yourself. So. You know, that's what we're trying to yep. do, and it, it, it's been a lot of fun. And um, you know, we feel like we're we're right there where we need to be. And uh, you know, second week of the the season. Oh, you got you know what? It's going to be it'll be fun uh, because you're just watching your teams grow. And look, with Jalen Mullins. Uh, you've got a guy who can run this thing and direct people and, and be yeah. your lead dog, so to speak. Yeah, well, it's the, it's the reason we, we feel like we can compete uh, because of him. And, um, you know, we don't have to have a lot of sets or anything like that. He creates a lot right. of things for us and goes and gets his own as well. So, um, yeah, he, it starts with him. But Logan and Lance Wilson, uh, right, right. twins. And then uh, Brendan Sickles, our 6'6 center in the middle. Uh, his brother Bones is now playing. Uh, <laughs> Braden Sickles. Uh, hey, Brendan. Yeah. Update from Lucas Oil Stadium. Purdue forces Michigan to punt. So they get the ball back down 12. They're within their 10-yard line. And Aiden O'Connell throws a pick at the 16-yard line. And on the first play for Michigan, 
They throw an incomplete pass. So Michigan has it first down in 10, now second down in 10 from Purdue's 16-yard line. Will Johnson with the second interception of Aiden O'Connell. He has both of the interceptions O'Connell has thrown. He's completed 28 of his 40 passes. He does not have any passing touchdowns. The only touchdown for Purdue, Devin Mockaby. It was a one-yard rushing touchdown. Donovan Edwards for Michigan has been great in the second half. 19 carries, 154 yards, and one touchdown. J.J. McCarthy, he's 10 of 15 for 144 yards, 144 yards, two touchdowns, and an interception. College basketball scores. Indiana State, they improved to 8-1. They score 88 points in their win over the Miami-Ohio Redhawks. Four players in double figures. Big win for the Sycamores as their strong start to the season continues. Unfortunate for the Notre Dame Fighting Irish earlier this week in the Big Ten ACC Challenge. The final Big Ten ACC Challenge, that is. They pick up a 70-52 win over Michigan State, but they lose tonight to Syracuse, 62-61. For Network Indiana Sports, I'm Eddie Garrison. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Welcome back to Indiana Sports Talk, everybody. We're glad you're with us. It's brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Brent Dalrymple rejoins us. He's the head coach at North Davies. They are the defending champs in single A. Tonight at a classic barn burner. I've been waiting all all night to talk about that term, <laughs> beating uh, Christian in double overtime. You know, before we left, you were talking about change of style, and, and I've got to tell you that I would think that um, – your kids. One of the reasons I, I I was I like to play as wide open as we could is because I felt like um, I would please my players more and be a little easier to recruit some people. But yeah. uh, as I mentioned, the first thing you have to do as a coach is put your whistle in your pocket. And secondly, uh, you, you've got to re you got to rethink everything you thought you knew about the game. Oh man, I I, I just I you know, and I have been I've been uh, I've been asking a lot of people and. Um, you know, what can you expect as far as when you, when you, uh, you know, you're doing some pressing and trapping? Because there's a certain amount of shots you're just going to give up, and yeah, gotta, no question. You've Got to live with that to um, reap the benefits of what it does for you, which is get you more possessions and you know those types of things. So um, yeah, so I, it's 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 definitely a learning experience for me, uh, along with our kids, but. Like I said, it's been a lot of fun, and that's why you play the regular season. And um, we won't have to create the tempo next week as we go to Southport and play Beach Grove. Uh, I'm sure they'll, uh, they'll they'll take care of that just fine for us. So, right, uh, right. You, you probably won't see us full court pressing Beach Grove. So, uh, um, yeah, but there's still times. That's the thing. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I was a – there are times – I Absolutely. still wanted to be able to. I wanted to be able to coach a game that if I need to, to if I need to pick up a possession here and there, 
I, I've got uh, – we can do it, you know, either full court, half court, uh, uh, trap on an inbound, whatever, trap on a You're switch. Exactly right. plenty, of, pl- you know, plenty of ways to do it. But you know, you, all you're looking for is – Three or four times when you can get an extra possession might be the difference between a win and a loss, and it's That's still it. part of your arsenal. And I thought it was incredibly important to be able to do that. Yep, that's exactly right. And, uh, again, we're, we're kind of feeling our way through this here at the beginning. And, um, you know, it's a big, big, big level to step up to as far as athletic ability. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, we're just, we're just, again, we're, we're kind of putting us in and, and learning stuff, but you're exactly right. I mean, you're exactly right, right that you, you can pick your times and, and uh, get things done. Brent Dalrymple, nothing like having a coaching clinic here on the air. I kind of like this. This is good. Hey, well, uh, good luck. Thanks. Thanks for calling me. I appreciate okay. it. Go ahead. Hey, th- thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Uh, you know, we're really excited about this year's team and, uh, appreciate what you do, and and uh, I know well, a lot of people. You're kind, home, including my mother, <laughs> probably are listening to this. So, uh, well, you know, I hope I don't put them all to sleep. So, <laughs> so you dr- do not. drive carefully. Drive carefully, everyone. That's right, <laughs> Brent. Right. Good luck next week. Okay. Hey, thanks, Coach. Talk to you later. You're welcome. Thank you. My favorite, Brendan King, joins me. Hello, Brendan. Hey, Coach, speaking of driving safely, I'm actually cruising down I-65 right now, coming back from Chicago at a hockey broadcast tonight. But uh, just to go off your point of driving safely, of course, as you know, last night I had a chance to emcee a great Chicago Cubs charities event. And, uh, you know, I brought along the South Bend Cubs Midwest League Championship Trophy, and I currently have our Midwest League Championship trophy to my right in the passenger seat. It is <laughs> and it is cruising along with me. So we, we are driving safely. I, I can imagine the conversation you two are having right now in the car. <laughs> we, we, are, we are reminiscing on uh, what was a great night when we uh, when we met for the first time. So it's no, uh, brother. You have uh, to have uh, you have to have a. You have to have a picture of this. Do you have you already have you already taken the picture? Well, you got to have somebody take a picture of the two of you, you and the trophy in the coat. You got to come on. Yeah, I'm not telling you I, something you, know you don't already know. <laughs> I stopped by my parents' house just to say goodbye because they're up from Florida, and uh, you know they're, they're, they'll stay in Chicago like Christmas or whatever. So I stopped by to say hi to my parents on my way back down and. You, you better know that uh, my mom came outside and took a picture. So we got it. Outstanding. That, that's great. The bad news is my wife and I just canceled our trip to uh, to Naples uh, today. Oh, man. My wife is, yeah, yeah you know, she, she's not feeling well. And so we just, you know, we decided, uh, man, Florida will still be there. So, you know, you know what I mean? Our, our daughter uh, and son-in-law are coming back uh, up here for Christmas. And so... I just, you know, we decided. Look, she's not feeling well. No, no need to get on a plane and infect other people. So that's our game plan. All right, your Notre Dame Irish. Uh, we talked to Lynn Clark earlier tonight. We're talking about bowl games where they might be. We know they're going to be somewhere. The question is whether it's going to be California or uh, Florida or other other parts of the U.S. So they'll be in a postseason game, which is the fun part. That is the fun part, and you know it, it will be fun, Coach, because somebody's getting op- going to get an opportunity 
to be the starting quarterback because, of course, it was announced yeah. that Drew Pine is going to enter the transfer portal right. and will head elsewhere. And I think, look, Coach, if you, if you scripted this Notre Dame season after what happened to begin the year, you, you play well defensively against Ohio State, then you lay the egg against Marshall, and then you struggle against Stanford, but you get wins. Like, you know, you, you beat North Carolina, you beat Clemson. Uh, it's been a really funky first year under Marcus Freeman, and I guess just add to that list now with having to name a new starting quarterback. Uh, you know, if Tyler Buckner was healthy, I'm sure he would be the guy. I mean, hell, Drew Pine wouldn't even be starting probably if Tyler Buckner was healthy. But, uh, again, somebody on that depth chart is going to get the opportunity of a lifetime to prove themselves. Uh, and I don't know who it's going to be. Uh, Notre Dame's quarterback depth chart, it's actually pretty deep with young guys. Um but you have to remember, too, that over the next couple of years, Coach, uh, part of Brian Kelly's departure from South Bend and Marcus Freeman's arrival was that Kelly was recruiting some five-star quarterbacks on his way out. Well, Freeman picked up that recruiting, and then he signed the guys. One of them, his name is C.J. Carr, who is the son of former great Michigan coach Lloyd Carr. Right, right. And his father, his father played at Michigan. So this is a kid that two generations of Wolverines with them, and then he committed to Notre Dame. So that's for the future. But the present, of course, again, is somebody's going to get a chance to prove themselves right now. And I'm really excited because that's a good problem to have if you're Marcus Freeman about, look, somebody can prove themselves right now at quarterback, and then you have some talented kids coming in as well. That is a terrific problem to have. So we'll see what the announcement ends up being, but that pine news is definitely significant. It's significant, and it's also, to me, a surprise. I, I'm, I don't follow it as closely as you and others, but, uh, you know, you're already a starting quarterback at Notre Dame, and uh, you, you felt the need to leave. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. Um, I'm I just kind of trying to put myself, myself in his shoes. Uh, maybe he feels like when Tyler Buckner comes back healthy next year, Buckner would have uh, – Equally as good a shot as him in playing right, the job, right. so maybe somewhere that he knows he can start. Uh, again, that's putting words in his mouth. I have zero clue. Uh, but whatever his decision ended up being because of, uh, I, I would hope there's a lot of grateful people in South Bend right now because that yeah. record probably is a lot, worse, a lot worse if Drew Pine does not step up to the table as he did. No question at all. Brendan King joining us. All right. You are uh, uh, obviously a very important member of Indiana Sports Talk and also our flagship stations in Indianapolis. Colts on the road tomorrow night for yeah. uh, Dallas. You know what? Before before you, I ask, ask this question, I'm up against it. i got about a minute here, so hang on, okay? Drive safely with your new pal, the, uh, the trophy right next to you, and we'll come back and, and we'll talk yeah. a little bit more, okay? Brendan King and I will uh, talk a little bit more about the Colts. Colts tomorrow night taking on Dallas uh, in, I think, an- another important ball game. Because right now, you know, you need some wins and you need them in a hurry. Much more to come on Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. Life is so much more than a diagnosis, it's about sharing time with those you love. Hanging with friends who lift you up and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, 
jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Final scoreboard update on the night from Lucas Oil Stadium, the Big Ten Championship game. Purdue Boilermakers and the number two ranked Michigan Wolverines. Purdue kicks another field goal. They're down two scores, 36-22. Finneran has had a terrific game for Purdue. That's their kicker. He has field goals of 32-27-43-45 and 33 Yards. Too bad you can't play fantasy football with that kind of kicker, but gets you some nice points. JJ McCarthy, 11 to 71, 161 yards, three touchdowns and interception. Donovan Edwards from Michigan, 20 carries, 153 yards and one score. Aiden O'Connell has thrown two interceptions and 337 yards passing. He is 30 of 45. Devin Mockaby. 17 carries, 71 yards, and one rushing touchdown. Charlie Jones, 12 receptions, 144 yards. College basketball, Rutgers defeats uh, Indiana, 63-48. IU's first loss on the season and their first loss in Big Ten play. The Purdue-Fort Wayne Mastodons, they defeat the Oakland Golden Grizzlies, 79-73. Butler Bulldogs pick a win over the Tennessee Tech, 80-66. Ball State falls on a buzzer beater to the Duquesne Dukes, 78 77. Indiana State Sycamores defeat the Miami Ohio Red Hawks 88-61. And the Notre Dame Fighting Irish fall in Syracuse Orange 62-61. For Network Indiana Sports, I'm Eddie Garrison. Way to go, Eddie Garrison. Great job tonight. Eddie Garrison scoreboard update. Minister of Information, Secretary of Scores, well done. Brendan King rejoins us. Brendan King, Colts, and uh, Dallas. I'm looking at the Colts schedule earlier today, and I'm wondering, uh, they wins are not going to be easy to come by with what they have left on this schedule. Well, you're right, Coach, and that's exactly why getting off to the brutal start with the tie in Houston and the shutout in Jacksonville was so demoralizing to the fan base because, of course, those are two division games to start the year. And then you look right. at what's still to come, and you're like, oh, my God. we got to play back-to-back primetime games <laughs> Monday night right. against Pittsburgh and right. then turn right. night against uh, Dallas, and then you got to still play the Chargers at home the day after Christmas. I mean, Coach, I'm having nightmares if I see that schedule, and that's my job to figure out how to win those games. Right. But, I mean, e- even more so for Jeff Saturday taking over, I mean, Coach, the spots that he's been put in, I mean, getting his first W in Vegas in a really tough right. environment to play, uh, really rowdy. And then, um, you know, he's had a couple of heartbreakers since that point. Uh, this past week was the timeout fiasco in Pittsburgh, which is probably on Saturday at the end of the day. And then now, <laughs> um, your head coach, how to turn your guys around six days later and play on the road in Jerry World against the team that's just really starting to come into their own, I think, because Dak Prescott has only been healthy for a short while this year. Right. Uh, C.D. Lamb has probably been the – and Tony Pollard has been the two constants of that offense. Ezekiel Elliott's not the bell cow anymore, but it's a really nice complimentary backfield of Elliott and, and Tony Pollard. And we haven't even talked about the Dallas defense yet. That is just killing people with, um, the, with how they have played this year. And, um, you know, you, you got to – now expect Matt Ryan to go in there and perform something he has not been able to do against this uh, do this do so far or often this year, 
Uh, Dan Quinn's running that offense really well. you got to imagine he'll have a chance to be another head coach, uh, get his second job. He's the head coach in Atlanta. Now, maybe after this year he'll be a head coach elsewhere. Regardless, uh, Coach, I'm actually pretty concerned about the defense because Kenny Moore's already been ruled out. So that's one corner right. down. Isaiah Rogers is questionable. That's another corner. So, Stephon Gilmore is going to have to play better than he already usually does. Um, so, without Kenny Moore and maybe without Isaiah Rogers, uh, Dak Prescott might be having a field day with the Colts quarters. We'll have to see. Yikes. Yikes. Yeah, Coach Saturday, you know, he, he got a he got a hall pass from the media to start with, and uh, all, all yeah. you do is you screw up you screw up one time out, and now, yeah, <laughs> you, you found out very quickly how quickly they can turn on you. So um, it'll be it will it will be interesting uh, to see how they respond. Tough places you pointed out, and they're playing a really really good team. And then again, it's not just Dallas. This thing. Uh, doesn't get any easier from there. No, and as mentioned, again, you have the Chargers to look forward to the day after Christmas. I mean, your last division game, that's still looming uh, in January, and right now it looks like that division game won't even matter. I mean, I coached them on key moments. With the Colts on primetime this year, if you look back at that Denver game, and, uh, you know, Matt right. Ryan's going to get the – it is a little – um, disappointing too if Jelani Woods can't play. He's questionable. And Jelani Woods, the rookie tight end, he was your leading receiver last week on Monday Night Football. And it seems like him and Ryan have some sort of camaraderie. That's the more chemistry than maybe Sam Ellinger and the tight ends did. So you know, you take away a guy that already has chemistry with Matt Ryan, right. uh, and there's not a whole lot of chemistry to pass around. So hopefully Jelani Woods can play because he was really, really good on Monday. Brendan King on the road back with the uh, trophy the uh, South Bend Cubs acquired early in the earlier in the year. Brendan, be safe. Thanks so much for your time. Have a great weekend. Hi, Coach. Thanks you too. Thank you. Final break. Some final thoughts. This is Indiana Sports Talk. Welcome back. This is Indiana Sports Talk. Brought to you by Indiana Donor Network, driven, the number two, savelives.org. Sign up today, help lives in the future. Anyone can sign up. No age limits, no health restrictions to sign up to be an organ donor. Every 10 minutes, someone is added to the donor transplant waiting list. There are more than 1,000 Hoosiers waiting for a life-saving organ transplant. And by signing up to be an organ and tissue donor, you can help save eight lives and heal 75 others. Once again, their website, Driven, the number two, savelives.org. It's been a fun night with um, uh, Eddie Garrison, James Adams, and Elijah. Just getting into the mix of great basketball around the state tonight in high school basketball. Tremendous uh, event out in Brownsburg tonight or today and yesterday out in uh, Danville. Uh, love the one-day uh, shootouts. They're fantastic. Uh, congratulations um, to everybody involved with that. Tough day in college basketball for some. Uh, Rutgers over uh, IU, 63-48. Ball State drops one at the end. Duquesne hits a three at the horn to win 78-77. Indiana State rolling, 88-61 winners over Miami of Ohio. Butler, 80-66 winners over Tennessee Tech. The Mastodons. Uh, at Fort Wayne, 79-73 winners 
Um, tomorrow, Minnesota is at Purdue, University of Evansville, at Northern Iowa, USI at Chicago State, Murray State at Valpo. So you got basketball. And um, I always encourage everybody, get out and support your team and your, and your student athletes and uh, help them out and uh, support them uh, in any way you can. Don't forget to join us next Friday and Saturday night as we continue to roll along in, into basketball. And frankly, it won't be long before we are uh, talking about tournaments. So, you know, uh, it's, it's fun. It's a fun time of year. And um, we're glad that you listened to our show. So we had some really, really great games around the state. Uh, tonight and um, same thing will continue next week coming up uh, tomorrow night as we talked with Brendan King about be a fun uh, fun fun matchup uh, tomorrow night with the Colts taking on Dallas college basketball tonight Milwaukee beats IUPUI 74 to 61 Jags uh, struggling to get started Uh, they'll play Monday at Green Bay, so they've got the Saturday-Monday turnaround. Uh, they'll be at Green Bay in Horizon League play. I'll be back in action at home on Monday the 12th, taking on Spalding University out of uh, out of Kentucky. So watch the Colts tomorrow. Um, hopefully they can um, put together some offense in this matchup and try and slow down that high-powered Dallas offense. My thanks to, again, James Adams, Eddie Garrison. Thanks to our great stations around the state that bring you the show every Friday and Saturday night. And thanks to all of you for making us the most listened-to sports talk show in our state's history. It is the history. It is the legendary Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you.